You're listening to Your Highest Self Podcast, episode number nine, how to find food freedom and not eat all the things. Welcome back to the show, guys. My name is Shanae, and I'm your host. Thank you so much for taking the time to invest in your highest self today and doing it with me. So if you are new to the show, welcome. I'm super happy that you're here. In this show, I aim to provide holistic solutions for your mindset, fitness, and nutrition while helping you on your journey to stepping into your highest self. I am a competition prep expert, um, you know, former WBFF bikini pro and life coach. So um, a lot of the information I share in this show is from my years of experience competing and being in the diet industry. So that's why I've got a lot to say on today's topic. So today's episode actually comes from a listener question over on Instagram, which by the way, if we're not hanging out already, come find me. My username is at Shanae Momoko. It's my name. And the question was, why do some food freedom accounts support eating whatever slash whenever and as much of it as you want? Does this mean that balance, parentheses, which is not what they're encouraging, is bad? I'm so confused. I thought balance was good. Juicy, right? Okay, so like I said, I've got a lot to say on this topic, and I'm going to give you my perspective. And in this episode, um, what you're going to learn and what we're going to jam on is um, how to develop a filter for your social media, what food freedom really means, what I believe some of these food freedom accounts, the anti-diet communities are missing the mark with, and what I originally was missing the mark with food freedom, and then how to find balance with food. So let's get into it. First and foremost, I have to just preface this by saying that it is up to you and it is your responsibility to develop a filter around what you um, inhale (laughs) is the word that's coming to mind, but like what you absorb on social media. Um, Not all accounts are going to appeal to you and have info that is in your best interest. So if you are following some food food freedom accounts and you just feel as if their content is not helping you, then you should unfollow them. Um, You know, some of my content isn't going to appeal to you. So it's really important that you develop a filter and only let into your life what is important for you. And on top of that, always question things like maintain your curiosity around this. So when you see a post or when you see someone's opinion on something, you should ask yourself, okay, like, does this apply to me or how can this help me instead of thinking, oh man, maybe I should be doing it like that. I'm doing things completely wrong. And I think that is probably um, why this listener question, she felt as if she's really confused, she thought balance was good, and she's not sure if she's doing the things right because um, this account that she's following is saying eat whatever and whenever you want as much as it as you want. So one thing is that on social media, even educators, um, I don't see a lot of educators do this because it is kind of hard and I do my best, but I'm not perfect, is that we as humans, we tend to talk to ourselves, which means um, like when you see my posts It's because it's something that I needed to hear or something that I'm going through or um, something that I had struggled with in the past. So same thing with whoever is posting whatever, like they're sharing information and content based on their experiences, their fears, 
and their opinions. So it's like you aren't in that equation at all. So that's why it's really important to one, have a filter, and then two, um, like with no resentment and no, um, like no hatred, like unfollow. Like if this account isn't giving you the inspiration or giving you the education that is relevant to you, just unfollow them or maybe mute them and you can always come back to them later, okay? (laughs) So number two, what does food freedom actually mean? So um, actually, let's do let's do like what I believe people are missing the mark with first. So um, I used to give you guys bad advice. <laughs> and um, this is what I believe a lot of the anti-diet communities are missing the mark with is that a lot of them do consistently uh, promote eating whatever you want, whenever you want. And I think there is a good side of that. And I think there is a um, side of that that not necessarily bad, but could be communicated better. Um, the reason being is that a lot of times when we emotionally eat, when we binge eat, it's never really about the food. Um, it's usually that binge eating and emotional eating becomes a coping mechanism because we are not... Um, getting to the root of the problem. So eating whatever you want is really only going to fix a layer of the overall problem, especially if you have a restrictive mindset, if you did a prep or if you've dieted a lot in the past, but it's not going to fix the whole problem. So first you have to really learn how to emotionally process your feelings without food. Um, If you use food as a coping mechanism, it's usually when you're stressed, lonely, tired, um, even like overly happy. Sometimes we always want to celebrate with food and I think that's okay, but really learning how to emotionally process without food so that you are not emotionally eating and stress eating, um, as a coping mechanism. So we do that through life coaching. We do that through learning how to process our feelings and emotions and communicating. And then the second part of that is learning that your weight and your body, like trying to control your weight, trying to control your body, being on diets It's not the fix that you're looking for to your low self-esteem. We talked about this in episode number seven. We talked about healing your body image. You need to first come at this from an inside out perspective and approach. You have to first be completely accepting and loving of your body um, before you try and fix anything with your weight. Like your weight in your body is not going to fix anything. I really, really want you guys to understand that. Um, a lot of times you have a self-love problem, not a weight loss problem. Okay. So that's what a lot of these accounts are missing the mark with, or it's just that that wasn't their experience. And so that's why the content that they're sharing is more around, um, eat whatever you want. Okay. So, um, and, and maybe my message doesn't resonate with you and that's perfectly fine. Um, But, you know, this is my podcast, so I'll give you my opinion. My opinion is that a lot of women who have done preps, done shows, or even have just dieted, food became the one thing that they controlled. So now when you are feeling like you're off plan or feeling like you are in the off season, you um, want to lose all control with food because it's the one thing you've had to control for so long. And so I realized that when I would tell my clients who, um, you know, post competition or just post diet, um, or they would come to me, you know, with a different after leaving their coach, I'd be like, okay, let's just, um, one of the homeworks that I give my clients is I want you to, um, have one piece of food every single day that scares you. And, um, if that leads to binging, then we, we talk about that, but I used to give that homework first because it, it does really help. It does help. It is the one way 
And the only way, honestly, that you can overcome a restriction mindset with food is by learning to eat the food in moderation every single day rather than never having it in your house, always just having it gone away somewhere because you don't trust yourself with it. So I do think that that is very necessary. But before I give them that homework, I now focus on their mindset, their thought processes, and learning to reprogram their thoughts in their mind around food and their body image before I give them that homework. So that's what I think a lot of those communities are missing the mark with. They're not talking about the mindset portion. They're not talking about the thoughts um, and why your binging and emotional eating even came about. So we can't fix we can't fix the problem until we actually get to the root of it, right? Okay, so um, how do we do this? Um, I'm going to give you um, my three-step process. <laughs> you guys know I love processes and acronyms. This is the EAT method, so E-A-T. This is how you go back to eating normally, again, post-competition or post-diet. Um, the EAT method stands for enjoy your food, abundance mindset, and three key habits. So enjoying your food means that you need to like what you eat, plain and simple. Just because asparagus and ground turkey is healthy doesn't mean that it's going to be like this magical food for you. Like you don't have to eat it every day in order to make progress towards your goals. You have to enjoy what you eat. Otherwise, it will lead to binging. It will lead to you feeling restricted and deprived. That's one of the biggest reasons why we binge. It's either because we're not eating enough, so it's biologically induced, or it's because we're not enjoying what we're eating, and so it's mindset induced. It's like you feel restricted and unsatisfied, and so therefore you binge, okay? Two, Two reasons. Now, you can accessorize your foods with different sauces, um, cheese, croutons. Um, Some of my clients, you know, use like chocolate chips as accessories. Like think about what you can add to your meals to make it more satisfying, like in your mouth and like emotionally where you're like, oh my God, that was so good. It was so delicious. So one of the questions that I have my clients ask themselves is, what can I add to this meal that is going to ensure that I am less likely to binge later? So maybe that means adding croutons to your salad. Maybe that means adding a really yummy dressing instead of just using lemon or apple cider vinegar. You know what I mean? So um, think about how different ways you can accessorize your food so you enjoy the food more. So that second um, step is A, abundance mindset. This is realizing that there will always be more food tomorrow. If you're listening to this, you most likely have a smartphone, whether that be an iPhone or an Android, okay? You are very privileged. You have the means and the ability to use the internet. That means you probably have a car. That means you probably have a way of getting to the grocery store. So you are a grown woman or man, (laughs) And you can go to the store and buy peanut butter and chocolate and candy and bread tomorrow, anytime you want. So when you start to think that way, you develop a more of an abundance mindset towards foods and not a scarcity one. Because when you're constantly thinking, oh, I got to eat all this now because I'm not going to have any more tomorrow or, oh my God, tomorrow is Monday, I'm going to start my diet that's scarcity mindset. And you're always going to find yourself back in the loop. So we want to start tapping into an abundance mindset. You're a grown ass person. You can go to the grocery store whenever you want to buy that thing. So you don't need to eat it all today. And then the last 
three-step process. The third step is the T, three key habits. So the three key habits are what I develop for my clients are three things that they need to do every single day that's going to get them closer to their goals. So whether their goals are just balance with food in life again, or their goal is fat loss, or their goal is to build muscle, or just to maintain, the three key habits are going to get them there rather than focusing on the small nitty gritty things like tracking macros down to the gram or like monitoring their sodium or their sugar. We don't do that. Um, so yes, so that is how you do it. That is how you create food freedom. So that's how you find balance. And the word I want to change for you here is instead of asking yourself, how do I find balance with food? I want you to start asking yourself, how can I create balance? Balance isn't something that you find. It's something that you create and it's going to be, um, it's going to be special and unique to you because you are a special human being with your own DNA, your own metabolism, your own likes and dislikes. So instead of copying what someone else is eating, you need to start being a detective with yourself and look at what you're eating. What are the foods that make me feel good? What are the foods that make me feel satiated? What foods make me feel super bloated and like not good and have me craving more food later, right? So you need to start getting introspective and asking yourself, this versus just getting a set of macro numbers and trying to fit foods into those macros. Like that's not going to work long term. If you want long term sustainability and balance, you have to put in the work of finding what is going to work for you. You got to create it. So if you are either regularly binging or regularly over restricting, go back and listen to episode number four because in that episode we talk about um, diet mentality and what your triggers are. You need to first really find what the triggers are that are putting you in this state of mind and commit to doing things a new way. Um, the second part of that is that when you are on this journey of creating your balance and creating food freedom within yourself, you have to give up control over your body in food. You have to give up trying to control every single little thing because that is what's leading you to want to binge. You have to give up the control of trying to manipulate your body and either get smaller or maintain or try to maintain a level of lean that's not good. Or maybe you have an excess 20 pounds to lose and you can't give up that control. So you keep finding yourself in binge cycles. So um, as hard as that is to hear, because that was me, like I was definitely there. I I know how frustrating it can be when you want to lose weight, but you can't because you keep finding yourself emotionally eating. You've got to give up that control. You have to start with a blank slate of love and compassion and just total detachment. Okay. <laughs> if you need support or help on this, I do have a course. It's called the Reset Strategy. It's a four-week uh, food freedom and body image boot camp. So um, it's intensive because it's in four weeks. And what I aim to do in the four weeks is give you all my tools and strategies for overcoming food obsession and body image and getting you to a place of sustainability and balance. And um, you'll learn, you know, exactly how I coach my clients through it, but just kind of in a fast pace. So you'll get all the tools and then it's just up to you to figure out what tools you need to uh, use when. And then the 
bonus of that course, which I love, is that we have 30 days of consecutive journal prompts that's going to guide you onto your journey of um, finding love with for your body again and really detaching from food and like stopping so obsessed with it and stop having to track your macros down to the gram every day and like um, just being so obsessed with what you're eating. You know what I mean? It's just not a fun place to be. So um, I hope this episode was helpful. Just to recap for you, make sure that you have a filter for yourself and what you decide to absorb and allow into your brain on social media. Um, food freedom, what is it? It is making sure that you never feel deprived. Oh, I forgot to say that part. Yes. So my definition of food freedom is making sure that you never feel deprived, but also not eating everything either. That is real food freedom. Food freedom is not eating whatever the hell you want all the time. And it is not being so overly restricted that you're so scared to have a slice of pizza. It is being able to be moderate and mindful every single day. And we do that through one of the methods. One of the tools I teach is the eat method. Um, What some of these accounts are missing the mark with is that it's just not all about food because when we just allow ourselves to eat everything we want, it's only fixing a small layer of the problem. You have to learn how to emotionally process your feelings and emotions without food um, and that your body is just not going to fix those low low self-esteem problems. And then last but not least, if you desire support or education around creating your own balance, um, come and join me in the reset strategy. I'll have the link for that down in the show notes. Thank you so much for hanging out with me on today's episode. I hope it was helpful. I would love to hear your insights. Take a screenshot, post it up on your story on Insta and tag me so I can stalk you, hang out with you and see where you're listening in from. Thank you so much for investing in your highest self. I will see you next week here, same time, same place. Uh, Yeah, have a great week, everyone. And don't forget to be your highest self.